Uh, hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Board Game Barbarians. And this is the show, obviously, that we have been talking about, about doing some uh, some D&D. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Justin. Hi, this is the show in which we were talking about doing some D&D. We yep. made it. We're here. My Sorry, my board game barbarian brother. It's too late. It's too oh, late no. Now. It's right. <laughs> um, off to wanna... a terrible start. I know. Just so far. Ruined. To... Ruined. Better, closer, warmer. <laughs> um, so we're. I, I guess we'll go into just a, some little bit of housekeeping real quick, which is always go listen to Justin's show, Retro Warriors. Uh, if you are, are yes. not a listener of that and you only listen to this show and you like classic video games, uh, that is the show for you that I recommend. And Justin also recommends because it's his show. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, let's not oh. jump to conclusions here. Okay, I didn't. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. It's in my top five retro gaming shows. It just happens to be number one, but that's, that's, you know. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, You can also find us on uh, the Retro Warriors. If you like that show and you want to give them some money, you can pay a dollar on Patreon. And Justin and I also do a Patreon exclusive show called Talking Wizards on that. Um, And then you can also find me on another free Patreon show for their, for Retro Warriors, which is Cinema Rogues. You can. Um, but yeah, this is the what we talked about last episode. Um, if this is released right after that, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see we'll see how long it takes me to edit a D and D episode. Um, but this is us doing the uh, module, the Cult of the Reptile God. The Cult of the Reptile God. I don't remember the um. Uh, uh, they all have different like n- numbers, you know. Like yeah. they're like, well, this is. S twelve or whatever, but this uh, obviously is, uh, it's number one. It's it's really not. No, it's not. <laughs> um, uh, it, this was written by Douglas Niles, um, and I believe written reportedly in like less than three weeks. Huh. Um, and I, I believe it's also one of the earliest modules to come out uh, from a UK writer. So uh, a real uh, rush job is what you're telling me. Yeah, basically, there's <laughs> there have been. Some segments of this that were um, heavily uh, fixed in uh, in the intervening years, uh, like there's a, a section of it where uh, every time you look up a review for this, it's like, don't forget, there's this one maze, and they literally didn't put an exit on it, so don't forget to draw an exit in this maze <laughs> before you start. <laughs> didn't that basically happen in uh, the game that the fifth edition? The Tomb of Annihilation that we were playing, like I got sucked into a maze on the wall, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm not doing any of this shit." <laughs> no, I, it was what it was is it was just a, it was like a old '80s board game where it's like, "Oh, you messed up. Go back to the beginning over and over. Now lose a turn." And I was like, "I'm yeah. not gonna do that to Andrew. That I wouldn't do that in a regular board game, much less a made up one that he's stuck inside of in D and D." I guess it'd not. be it'd be one thing if our entire part party got like sucked into the thing, but it was just me like by myself, and then everybody yeah. else was still like fighting outside. <laughs> Um, I, I do want to say that this is an AD&D first edition module. Uh, we are playing it via Fantasy Grounds, and I am in in Fantasy Grounds. People that pl- people that play Fantasy Grounds may know that there is no AD&D first edition in Fantasy Grounds. All they have is second edition. So I have a fan mod for the AD&D second edition rule set that makes it function like AD&D first edition that I have then loaded Cult of the Reptile God uh into it is in one i just saw it in one against the cult of the reptile god cool is the name of it um i, I do want to say 
we're, we're kind of doing this a little free form in a, in, 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 cause I, we, you know, we, we wanted to do this t type of like, uh, you know, uh, play session show in a way that we kind of explored the module and talked about the history of it and, and maybe took it in a more, uh, light and breezy kind of way than like really hardcore meat grinder mode. Like, no, every rule by the book. Like if you're a, like, old school AD and &E first edition player, you'll recognize that we're basically following like none of the rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that AD and &E first edition players um, re reportedly didn't follow a bunch of the rules in the original book anyway. It was, it was very much <laughs> taken piecemeal. It's more like guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and I've talked to Andrew beforehand because since it's just the two of us, um, if we reach a point where it, it's a situation where Andrew doesn't know where to go or we get kind of stuck or whatever, we might institute some some hints or shortcuts or rewinds, you know. Uh, or just Justin to, may just laugh at me for a solid hour. I, I, yeah, I might do that. Um, <laughs> assuming I have the voice for it, uh, I might might lose my voice halfway through and have to shortcut you. So all, yeah. all of this to say that we're we, you know um, this is very much how if we weren't recording, I would play an AD and D game, which is is light and breezy and and fun and you know hints where necessary just to to make things you know enjoyable. Uh, I feel like there's this sort of hardcore bent to old school D&D &D that people are like, oh, yeah, well, that's when real meat grinders back then, real hardcore tournament modules. And it's like, well, no, they can be like fun and, and goofy and, and I don't want to say easy, but, you know, um, accessible. They can be accessible, I, I think, is is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Well, cool. Are you uh, ready to get into it? Yeah, I got my character sheet pulled up. Um, I don't really looked at it a little bit. Let's see. Got my three skills. There you go. Got my weapon proficiencies. I think we yeah. gave me. Uh, do you want to kind of introduce your character? Uh, sure. I didn't really come up. Oh, uh, man. I did not come up with a backstory. I forgot you could do that. <laughs> in, in Make it up now. It's fine. Uh, why do I have five wounds? Find wounds? I have five wounds. Oh, five wounds. No, you should have zero wounds. Pardon me. That's there you go. I'm dead already. Well, God, I don't know where those came game, from. Everyone. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> we uh, you know. Uh, I just didn't want to easy mode it for you, so you know, there you go, you're dead. <laughs> Thanks, man. Just preemptively keeled over. Um, so I am Sir Riggs Diehard. I was obviously <laughs> not stolen from a uh community episode in any way. Obviously not. Um, any likeness to anyone living or dead or fictional is completely who, coincidental. Who could possibly think that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, Sir Riggs Diehard is a he's a ranger. Well, I mean, you should say that because that's what it says on his character sheet. I, well, I, I did say that. I said <laughs> I'm gonna Good. say that he is a ranger. Um, and I'm gonna say he's kind of just uh, he's his own guy looking for adventure and uh. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't like other people that much. Well, you go. That's good. And other people don't like him. Also, oh, he's a okay. really good swimmer, and he knows a lot of skills. Uh, and uh -huh. he's invincible. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, he knows how to climb mountains because he grew uh, up excellent. next to a yeah. mountain lake. 
and water, waterfall. Uh, and he knows how to forge his own weapons, talk to dragons, and cast every spell, his, right? His dad so. was Jackie Chan, so he knows kung fu <laughs> and a bunch of other martial arts. <laughs> Uh, I do um, uh, want to mention we're, we're starting at level three here uh, just because this is a level three adventure and I don't want to start at level one because level one AD&D is like annoying. <laughs> it's real annoying. <laughs> I remember because that's the only AD&D I've ever played. Yeah. Um, you you are starting off with a uh, I've, I've given you a magic item, a plus one longsword. Yes. Uh, which is something that I feel a level three ranger may have come into, you know, just to kind of put you on a proper playing field. Because this this module is made for four to seven level one through three characters. And oh, you're, okay. You're one. So <laughs> if you do uh, the little, math, I'm uh, you, <laughs> I'm missing <laughs> lowered a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping that uh, plus one longsword, and that can be just some crap you found on a big pile of horse manure or it can be like a family heirloom. Doesn't matter to me. Did I not have any gold left? Uh, no, you have no gold. Oh, okay, cool. That's that's, why you've come to the town of Orlane. Oh, okay. That's how you've ended up here. Uh, so you've, you've heard about the village of Orlane and kind of some vague rumors. It's where all poor people go. Circulating around the region, the region is known as, and I didn't make this name up. I swear it's written this way: Hotchotch, Hotch, H O C H O C H. That's the name of Hotchotch. Sounds like a Judge Dread bullet. (laughs) You're thinking, you're thinking Hotshot. I know, I know. (laughs) Hotshot. Um. So yeah, uh, you 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 are uh, have been hearing about the village of Orlane, um. Just kind of in 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 vague rumors. Okay, so just that that it's a village, or that there's something well, uh, there. Uh, the, the, I have a rumor table here, uh, and I'm gonna kind of you know go behind the veil a little bit here and, and reveal things like I have a rumor table and stuff like that, just just for the listeners' sake, in case Ooh. they're wondering where I'm getting some of this information. Um, so I'm gonna have you roll a d6 for me, and that's gonna be how many rumors you've heard about the village of Orlane. Okay, I got the D6. Uh, five. That's a uh, lot. I should I should have picked like a D4. <laughs> roll a D. Roll a D1 for me. Um, can did you want to put the castle up and or it doesn't matter. The castle? I'm sorry. Oh, for the hidden, the hidden rolls. Hidden no, rolls. Well, well, I'll just you can see all your rolls. Um. Oh man. Uh, so information you know about the village of Orlane. You've heard a few things. Uh, in in. Uh, taverns and in, in inns uh, across the the region as you've kind of been working your way toward Orlane. Um, you've heard that uh, at at one tavern late at night, you heard someone telling a very uh, uh, rambunctious body tale about a huge many-headed creature that has been stealing children in the night. That's good. <laughs> in that same that same night in that same tavern. Uh, someone also posited that the you know that same creature has uh, poisoned the well water throughout the village uh, with a powerful drug. Uh, you've heard uh, multiple stories about sinister and mysterious evil going on in in the village. Just in general, not good things. These are all rumors you've heard about the village of Orlane. I spell Orlane. O R L A N E. Man, so close. 
so uh you have our our uh uh it gives me the world atlas. In the world of Greyhawk Atlas, you're at map hex uh, 114 slash N5. Great. Uh, we don't have that atlas, so just imagine that it's an area on a planet, and you're done. You did it. You're there. And I'm in space. Uh, you can purchase supplies from the chart, which we've already done. Like I said, we've outfitted you with a plus one longsword. Uh, you've got spear in your inventory, basic uh, stuff, some rope, a sewing needle, a shield, a shovel, some soap. <laughs> I got to stay clean, man. You know, don't want to get dead. So uh, I'm assuming you want to set out for Orlane. Uh, yeah, I'm also looking okay. for my son. Oh, yes. Uh, what's your son's name? R- Riggs Diehard Jr. <laughs> If you're hoping that this turns into a full-on community spoof, <laughs> it will not. You know, one can dream. Uh, so from Hotchotch, the real stream is quickly crossed at a shallow ford, and you follow a caravan track that winds along the south side of the narrow creek. The plains here are flat and grassy. Occasionally, a large cottonwood tree grows along the stream, but in general, the plain is barren and unforested. I may actually have a map of this region. Hold on one second. Let me see here. Um, I've just got like a million billion maps is my problem. I've got, I've, I would say, I would say too many maps. Uh, I do not. I do not have a map for this zone. Um, well, good thing I have an imagination. <laughs> And uh, uh, do you want to be, uh, would you have uh, picked up some companions or gone with a caravan or would you have set out on your own? Um, I would probably have gone with a caravan before I'd gone with uh, like companions. Okay. Uh, there are a few caravans heading for Orlane, uh, but there are some passing through the region close enough that you could easily hitch a ride. Uh, and you travel for several days, passing through an uninhabited region with no untoward experiences. Things seem pretty normal uh, as compared to the rest of the region. Um, finally, staying always to the right of the creek, the track enters a region of prosperous farms surrounded by fields of grain and pastures for cows and goats. Uh, early on the fourth afternoon of the trip, a cluster of buildings and trees becomes visible ahead with the stone walls of a temple beyond, the village of Orlane. At the outskirts of Orlane, a large grove of elms is visible to the left, while several wooden buildings border on the road to the right. And let me get your map ready here. Uh, you're going to be coming in from the west side of this map. And so I'm just going to kind of reveal a chunk of it here. There we go. So here is your map. Or lane, uh, and I'm going to actually go ahead and put you on the map. And it would probably be helpful to the listeners if you would kind of near because I mean, obviously, I can see your miniature and you can be like, I want to go here to this place. Uh, but if you would kind of narrate where you're headed, so you're coming in from the western side of town, yeah, uh, you'll sure. note that the map is gargantuan, so yeah. you have to zoom way in. Uh, I'm going to sync your view to mine, so you're looking at there you go. That's just trying to shrink shrink down the map, too. Oh, and I'm also gonna, uh, for anyone listening, I'm gonna be taking screenshots and putting that on Instagram, which is also gonna be on Facebook. So, uh, just occasionally Um, I'll be taking some pictures, unless you don't want me to. 
I why would I care? Me? Uh, well, unless I don't you, want you to. You wrote this, I assume. Uh, uh, yes, I wrote against the cult of the reptile god in 1980, Andrew. I, I didn't know it. I got in my time machine. Um, and and um, as compared to modern D and D modules, uh, against the cult of the reptile god can feel a little, little tedious at the beginning, uh, because a lot of it is just kind of exploring the town, sort of building by building. Um, so I, I'd say let's do as much of that as you're comfortable with. And if you reach a point where you're like, okay, let's move this shit along, yeah. then, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do exactly that. Um, but as for now, we will run it as written here. So you enter the village of Orlane and you, uh, uh, see nice uh, looking farmhouses, uh, ahead of you. It's a, it's a relatively well-to-do looking town. There's not a lot of people walking around, a lot of activity, but, it looks prosperous enough. Uh, you've got the stream right to the north of you here. That's what that. It looks like a road, but it's a stream. Uh, you've got a little legend down at the bottom of the map if you need help uh, seeing exactly what all of the markings mean. Because this is literally just the map from inside of the physical module that they scanned in. Oh, okay. Um, let me see here. Um, so I think what I want to do. Are, do I notice from where I'm at, like, any signs on any buildings or anything like that? Uh, no, these all look to be uh, farms. Um, you think maybe uh, a, a little farther up you might see a sign, uh, that kind of big building at the first intersection here. Let me put a little... This looks like it may have... I don't know if my draw, how long it takes for my drawing to show up for you. Uh, but I circled a building that okay. looks like a, it, it may have be some kind of business but you can't tell from this far back okay well i'm gonna walk uh kind of southwest into town mm -hmm. and start kind of passing i'm assuming the buildings that i'm passing by right now yep uh right now you're passing by that's a farmhouse uh this next one up here is just kind of a plain wooden building with big heavy shutters over the windows uh it doesn't appear to be a farmhouse and then as I approach the larger building here in the crossroad? Uh, definitely looks to be a large wooden inn. Uh, it's got carvings of sheaves of wheat along the eaves of the roof. Uh, and it looks like it was once whitewashed a long time ago, but it's mostly kind of peeled off and, and gross looking. Well, I have no money to purchase any alcohol or food with <laughs> <laughs> I um, guess we we could say you have like a gold. I mean, okay. obviously you've traveled here, <laughs> so it makes sense that you would uh, have at least a gold on you. So here, I'm gonna add you one gold. I, you know, I thought I thought you had two or three gold left over after I, purchasing. I, th I thought I did too, but I think you might have moved the. I think we just around. didn't write it down. Yeah, here I think I, you have between one and four. I remember that. Just roll a d4, and we'll call it. We'll call it that much. <sighs> two. All right, you got two gold. All right, so I'm gonna make my way into the inn. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see here. Oh, hold on. My pin has messed up. Anyway, uh, you go in. Um, it seems to be a pretty standard in. Uh, hold on one second. Let me get this open. Open up. Why are you not opening? Uh, there it is. Um, so you come in at the ground floor here. You're in the common room. Uh, it seems like a pleasant enough place. Um, you do notice that 
it's kind of dark and uh, quiet for an inn. Uh, people are kind of sitting by themselves. Uh, there's no fire lit or anything. Uh, it's not exactly super cold outside, but you'd expect at least a, a fire in the hearth. Uh, you see a bunch of uh, barrels of light and dark beer tapped behind the bar. Uh, obviously, they must be uh, labeled as light and dark beer for you to tell that from the barrels on the outside. <laughs> as per the description. They're glass barrels. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Classic glass beer barrels. <laughs> you know, it creates that, that great glass flavor that you want. Uh, a rather hefty proprietor uh, greets you uh, rather cheerfully. Oh, welcome. Hello. To the Golden Grain Inn, I should say the name of the inn that I run. That's my inn. I own it. Hello. Hi. What is your name? Mo, well, my name is Bertram Bestwill. I'm the proprietor of the Golden Grain Inn. Uh, what, pray tell, brings you to Orlane? Well, I, uh, I've heard some, some tale about some troubles that the town is having. Well, I've heard no tale of troubles. What what kind of troubles? That there is a many-headed creature here. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you've fallen victim to some tall tales, my friend. Orlane is a peaceful town. So no stolen children or... None, none that I've poisoned heard of. well? Nope. Well tastes great. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Bertram Besswill, B-E-S-W-I-L-L. He says, how about some beer? We've also got some wine and brandy in the back. And, of course, food and rooms are available. How much for a dark beer? Hmm, let me check this chart that I keep in front of me. (laughs) Two silver pieces for a tankard of our darkest beer. I will have one tankard, sir. Can you I've... split what? a gold for me? No. No. All right. Yeah, he can't. That's fine. <laughs> I was just going to make it that D&D game. Well, you have to go to the money changer. Obviously, Andrew, you have to go to the money changer. Where's the money changer? He's in four towns over. Uh, there actually is a money changer in town, but he could probably break a gold pretty easily. Does he also uh, just provide money? Who? What For free? The money changer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he changes anything into money. Rocks, piles of poop, whatever you want. Changes My into left money. hand. It's, okay, maybe you should pick something worth less money. My body. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to bender it. I'm going to trade in my body for a bunch of money. Uh, he serves you a pint of dark beer with a wink. And he says, let me know if you'll need some lodgings for the evening. Uh, it's getting kind of late in the day. You notice it's like 11 a.m. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Kind of look and smell the beer. Uh, it's it's beer. Uh, it's not exactly doesn't seem like the highest quality beer you've ever had in your life. Looks a little watery, but you know beggars can't be choosers. Um, I'm gonna pick a. I'm gonna thank him and give him his two silver. You said right? Mm-hmm. Two silver. Uh, and that's one gold is ten silver in this. Yeah. Game. Okay. Cool. I, I'm I'm like. 73% sure, yeah. And if not, we'll fix it later. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm going to find a table like kind of in the center where I could maybe uh, drop some eaves on people that are whispering. You're dropping what on them? Okay, roll for initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> <It's> what... <laughs> uh, 
Um, so uh, here, I've actually I've actually got a map of the inside of this inn. Let me get it ready for you real quick. <laughs> You're gonna be like, I have a table for eavesdropping. <laughs> Uh, uh, cause these old modules mapped all kinds of crazy stuff. So let me get this ready so you're not seeing more than you should, and I will share that with you. It's also a gargantuan map, so you'll just have to zoom in. Sorry. They're just, they're all massive. Oh, man. This is, like, killing my, uh... I have to like shrink it down for my tiny computer. Yeah, sorry. This and every, <laughs> every time I do, I get a console alert from Fantasy Grounds. It's like, you're... it's like, oh no! <laughs> what oh, are you man, doing? This is huge. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's actually a closed off room back there. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, how dare you? You shouldn't see that. Erase your memory. Okay. Uh, so you hear at the bar, and this is the common room. And uh, there you go. You got uh, a, a hearth up here on the northern end of the table here, and then you've got a couple people kind of scattered around these tables here. Okay. I was going to say if you could put dots where people are. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's uh, probably one person per table. Uh, and oh, then okay. there's, you know, uh, uh, oddly enough, instead of sitting at a table together, uh, the other people are kind of like off alone, like standing in a corner, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, <laughs> like in the dark. Um, I'm going to ask before I kind of walk away, I'm going to ask, uh, Bertram if I can light his fire. Uh, he says, no, no, no need for that. It's quite, quite warm. Don't you think? No, a bit chilly. Well, we'll, we'll just see what the rest of the patrons think. Anyone, anyone think it's cold and want to light the fire? And like, nobody looks and one guy goes, no, no, it's fine. I like it dark. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, thank you, Bertram. I'm gonna go stand over here, kind of like central area, mm -hmm. and just kind of lean against the wall since all of the tables have at least one person <laughs> on them. There's plenty of room for you to sit. I just don't want to sit with anyone else. Uh. All right. Let me see here. One second. Checking something. And I want to put my back to a wall. Is that? Did that roll correct? Excellent. Give me just a second here. Sorry. Um, I should just have the physical module with me, but I don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I read. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There you go. You're hanging out. Everyone's okay. very quietly sipping their ale. Uh. Whenever one of them finishes it, they go back up there and they quietly get another tankard of it. Or maybe they leave and another person comes in and quietly does the same thing. Um, is there somebody, I'm assuming someone, you said there's one person at each table. So like the person yeah. closest to me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to go, uh, hey, uh, hey friend, do you have any, uh, any shops in town that I can go kind of look at? Yeah, go find them. Just they're, they're out there and they're just in there. It's out there, outside. Oh, wait. Okay. So, you staying the night at the inn? I don't. I don't know yet. It's a good inn. It's okay. a real good inn. You should stay the night. Oh, okay. Uh, it's nice many, here. How many stars would you give it? Um, how many stars am I allotted? Just you know, how many how many stars would you give it? A million. Oh, that's too many stars. Yeah, that's oh, no. Out of 900,000. 
I guess it's a little bit better, but... Well, hold on. I'm a peasant. I can only count to 17, so okay. I guess 16. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, you don't want to give out your perfect scores early, because then where right. are you going to go? Yeah, <laughs> who would want that? There? Um, I'm going to finish my beer and go put it on the bar and then thank him and leave. Sure. Uh, as you're going out the door, Bertram says, Oh, plenty of rooms available. If you're looking for some lodging, kind stranger. Wait, 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 what was your name again? My name is Sir Riggs. Wonderful, Sir Riggs. I can't wait to see you for this evening. Uh, we got a good, good dinner cooking up. And uh, so we'll just see you. We'll see you back here, right? Y'all come back now. You here? Maybe soon. Maybe you just don't even leave. You can just stay here. Bertram, why are you so eager for me to stay? I'm just trying to run my business the best way I know how. Okay. Well, I I uh, I can respect that. Mm -hmm. I got, so you're gonna I stay? Got, I got other business I can do it's, right now. I got. You know what? If I don't have a good enough bed, I'll go make one right now. I'll go outside. I'll cut down a tree. I'll build you a bed. However, whatever dimensions you want. Bertram, when was the last time this town had a visitor? I what, what a ridiculous question. I don't want to talk about other people. I want to talk about you. What do you what'd you say you were in town for again? I mean, that's specifically, but specifically, what were you here for in town? I was searching for a, a multi-headed creature. Mm, none of those, but you know what we do have multi-headed beds, the fluffiest in that region. Well, I'll uh, I'll maybe I'll be back. Maybe okay. More. I'll be waiting on you, specifically. You. I'll be oh. right here waiting for you. Okay. Well, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Okay, bye. And I leave. See you soon. In, like in a minute. And I leave. <laughs> okay, no one else says anything. You just you just walk out. Okay. I'll put you back on the regular map here. Oh, that's not where you were. You're up here. <laughs> Do you need me to open the map for you, or are you good? No, I've got it open. Okay. Um, What's the building uh, over right here, across from me? Straight across from you uh, looks to be a shop of some sort. Uh, there's a sign with a spinning wheel and a loom hanging outside. Uh, there's several bales of wool stacked on a big wide porch. Uh, no people out front, though. Um... You said it's about like 11 a.m., right? Yeah, it's early morning. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to head east. Okay. What's the Are uh, you going to pass by uh another shop down south of you there? Uh there's a big gym encrusted ring pictured on a sign outside of the establishment and you are now standing in between what appears to be a store and a uh livery stable. Okay. Am I able to see what's to the east of me? No, you're blind now. Oh, yeah, you no. can't. Hold on. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it's, all, it's all nighttime over there. Nighttime's coming quick. Let me reveal. I'll just reveal a big chunk here. <clears throat> there you go. That's a big lake. Uh, right ahead of you, there's a little cottage. Yeah, right here. This is uh, uh, the, the river kind of pools into... Uh, not a lake, but maybe like a, a you'd call it a large pond. Uh, okay. You can see across it pretty easily, being the middle of the day and everything. Uh, to the northwest, you see a, a little uh, water wheel, a little mill house uh, from The Simpsons standing there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to 
I'm gonna go back and head north across the bridge. Sure. Try to find, a, see if I can find the well. Uh, okay. Uh, you head north across the bridge. Uh, there appears to be another inn. Uh, uh, that's that big building right to the uh, northeast of you. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming this is like a little trail. Can I kind of go into the... Uh, yeah, there's a big thicket of trees to your to the, the west uh, with a little trail heading through it. Uh, big, giant, thick elm trees. And they seem to lead to a little tiny cottage. Okay. That's weird. Uh, I'm going to go into the other inn. All right. Let me open that up. Uh, it has a large, colorful sign with pictures of a red dragon with its head resting on its paws. A big plume of smoke rises from the serpent's nose, and its eyes are closed. This inn is smaller and seems like it's probably older than the golden grain. Um, several beds of flowers are bright out front, uh, and there's a uh, large middle-aged woman sweep sweeping the porch. She looks cheerful enough. She greets you with a wave as you walk up. And I think I have a map for the inside of this inn, too. Hold on. Uno momento, poor favor. I wave back as I go inside the building. Let me... It's. Is it the same map? Yes. Both ends are on the same page. One sec. <laughs> That's why it's so large. That That is <laughs> exactly why it's so large. Uh, there we go. Let me get you placed on this map. Or actually, I'll just share the map with you. And uh, there we go. And there you go. Uh, this is the common room. Uh, the shutters are flung wide open. Sunlight streams into the room from large windows uh, positioned all around the common room. Uh, there are, one second, four customers here enjoying what appears to be many drinks at the big table in the center of the room. Uh, and just like any other inn, there seems to be cheerful conversations, uh, the occasional rowdy remark. Uh, you know, it looks like a regular inn. Okay, I'm going to approach the bar. Uh, it is run by Olwyn. As he greets you, he says, Greetings! Welcome to the Slumbering Serpent. I'm Olwyn. That's me. I run the 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 inn here. This inn that you're in, get it? It's an in, <laughs> innkeeper's joke. It, yeah, yeah, I got it off a popsicle stick. Oh, what's um, a popsicle? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, "Greetings. What uh, what brings you to the slumbering serpent? I'm just uh, looking for some information." Uh, I don't know if I got that, but I got lots of food. You hungry? You want a drink? Maybe uh, a warm bed? I'll take a maybe a hug. You want a hug? No, I'm 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 good. You I'll, sure. I'll I'll take a. Do you have a beer? Uh, I got I got beer. Yeah, we got beer. Uh, he turns around and he looks like he's never seen it before, but it's obviously he's here every day. He goes, yeah, I got dark beer. I got non-dark beer. Uh, I got some wine. Got wine, brandy. You know. All the good, the good stuffs. I'll take a Still dark serving beer. Breakfast. How much is the dark beer? The uh, dark beer. Uh, let's see. That's gonna be a uh, one silver piece, which you'll note, kind customers, cheaper, cheaper than the golden grain and across the way here. I don't know if you've been in there. Sad place. Sad place. Sad state of affairs over there. 
Sure, I'll take a dark beer then. Excellent. He serves you one dark beer. Uh, I'm going to smell it and see if it smells the same as the other beer. <laughs> yeah, it's the exact same beer. No, uh, it's it seems it's again, it's not amazing beer uh, uh, for a silver piece at a random inn in a random town. Right. Uh, but it's good. It's better than the other beer for sure. He says, so uh, what uh, what brings you to the slumbering serpent? It's better than the other beer. It's better. Not by a lot, but it's, it's like a little better. But I mean, you like less, this might be less price. No, half price, taste. half the price, half price. Half price. Because we we don't get a lot of a lot of traffic through here these days. Not a lot of new faces. Oh yeah, when was your last visitor? Oh, I don't know. It's been a few weeks now. You know, folks real uh quiet around here. Things why is a little strange? Why is everyone at the uh, at the Golden Grain Inn so uh, <laughs> off putting? <laughs> oh, they're just uh. Strange folk around them parts down south of the bridge. You know how it is. I, no, I don't. You know, being south of the bridge and all. Yeah, it's, it's like 20 feet. Like, it's been some weird things going on in Orlane. It's been a trying time for all of us, but we'll get through it together. Yeah, you know, been, we're strong people. I've been hearing some, uh, some, some rumors. And that's why I came to town. Mm, the farmers, huh? I assume you talked to some of them on your way into town. They're hard to miss. They've been uh, having some hardships as of late. Although you wouldn't know it to talk to them. I'm no, I haven't. I, they, they've been. I've been hearing rumors about a multi-headed creature. Oh, I, a what? Like uh like what? Like one guy with a bunch of heads? Yeah, kind of. How would that even work? Wouldn't you fall over? It would. I'm. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you'd fall over. Uh, yeah, I think it's more like a creature, so I would don't... Having, they weren't specific on what type of creature it was. Would having multiple heads make you more... It seems like it'd make you less dangerous than it well, would... I don't... I mean, if it was like a like a dog with multiple heads, uh, then that would be... Listen, stranger. Creature. I ain't never seen no dog with seven <laughs> heads. I didn't say it was a dog. I was saying that maybe a dog would be more dangerous than a human with multiple heads. Okay, probably, yeah. If it was like a biting creature, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. okay. But I've been I've been hearing that they're uh, stealing stealing children and poisoning wells. <laughs> well, I don't know about any children getting stolen around here, but uh, uh, some folks gone missing as of late. But uh, they always turn up a couple days later. You know, none the worse for wear. Are they different? Well... Different how? Like, do they act different and go to a different tavern and don't well, like the light or the heat? Yeah, now that you mention it, uh, some of them seem a little weird when they come back, you know, but uh, going through any kind of uh, trying time is going to change you for the worse, I reckon. Where do they come back from? Well, well I don't know. They just kind of go on for a couple days and... And they come on back. Huh. Isn't that a little weird? I mean, you know, pe people go on trips. Every one of them's always got an excuse for it. They were going to the next town over. A wheel fell off a cart. Aliens abducted them. You know, they've all got normal <laughs> Wait, excuses. Just regular. They got abducted by an evil monster. You know, <laughs> the normal thing. Something about having lots of heads. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> He says, I don't know if I were to say so, uh, probably the, the 
the weirdest person in town is old Ramney. Where's old? Who's old Ramney? Oh, well, hold on. I'm 90% sure I know who he is, but I want to double check. Well, you might have noticed the elm trees right across the street. I did. Well, that's that's where old Ramney lives. He's just a old hermit in a little ramshackle cottage. He doesn't bother anybody. But he comes in here from time to time and have himself some supper and a drink. Doesn't bother anyone, but a little bit of an odd bird if you ask me. Well, I, I thank you very much, and maybe I'll go have a have a talk with him and see maybe what's going on. Well, don't excite him now. He's an old man. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't do nothing to excite him. Anyway, you need a bed. You got beds? Maybe. Uh, maybe when it's later and not like noon. I swear to God, if I find out you went to the Golden Grain Inn, I'm gonna freak out. I mean, I did go there. Before. I consider this a verbal contract that if you're gonna stay at an inn in this town, it's gonna be mine. You have been far more helpful. So if I am going to stay in, is there a third inn? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, if if I'm going to stay in any inn in this town, it's going to be yours because you got the cheap beer and hopefully not the more expensive bedrooms. There you go. Per- perfect reasoning. We'll discuss prices when you come back, though. So oh. I think that should be safe for later. It's a separate conversation. Okay. I don't know why in my head I wish that it was the same guy sprinting back and forth between these inns that's running it. Like just like just jumping across the the river. Yeah, you're like walking across the, the bridge and he's like <laughs> <laughs> balls you over. Don't come in yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. It's he's the just same a different identical apron. It's like, the same patrons too. They're just more lively, like and <laughs> talking. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> so I think what I'll do is I'm going to go outside and head to the little shack in cool. the elm tree grove. Uh, the narrow trail winds among majestic elms, at times disappearing into thick shrubbery. The bushes between the trees are dense, rising to a height of 8 or 10 feet. The elms themselves average 75 feet tall, and they seem to have a lot of description about the trees. Specifically, for some reason, in this weirdly written adventure, they are the only trees here. They are widely spaced, allowing much sunlight to pour between their ancient boughs. Listen, he spent two weeks writing about the trees, and then remember he had to write a whole adventure. <laughs> oh, shit. When is it due? Okay. Okay. Give me an encyclopedia. I need the E for elms. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to make my way to Little Shack. Uh. It's a shack. You see a little old gray hermit sitting outside, and he's uh, bent over, big long gray beard, and there's a little weasel sitting on his shoulder, and he goes, whoa, who goes there? Hello, sir. My name is Sir Dykeshard. Well, slow down there with your fast talking and uh, city folk coming into my... What? Are you old Ramney? Me? Yep. Oh, good to meet you, Ramney. Why uh, name's Ramney? That's weird, isn't it? No, my my name is Sir Riggs Diehard. Oh, changing your name on me now, huh? Who sent you? Ramney did. What? What? A- hmm. What's that old coot up to these days? He he told me to ask you. Oh, he would do that. Yep. (laughs) 
His weasel just stares at you with its tiny black beady eyes boring yeah. into your soul. That's all I expect. He says, hmm, Whiskers is taking a liking to you. Whiskers, that's a really inventive name. Okay, so we're criticizing other people's pet choices. Now, that's fine. I was, okay. There, and there was no criticism there. It was just... Mm-hmm. Sure. 100% being honest. Oh, yeah, okay. I like the Maybe you let Whiskers get some uh, ear nibblings? Uh, no, I don't know. That. That's kind of his thing. He does it for people he likes. It's like a nice... Like a nice weasel ear nibble. It's how he shows his affection. I'm okay. How are you? How sure? are you, okay. Well, I'm with, well, I'm I'm okay. Just being old. <laughs> what have you noticed in town? Well, I don't know if you noticed my large, stately, highly descriptive elms, but I don't see much of the town. Well, I got I got word from Owen that you go inside of the. The old uh, slumber and serpent every once in a while. <laughs> well, I like to get me some supper from time to time. Yeah. They serve the best supper around. What's it's your favorite food, supper? And it's on a plate, and uh, I eat it. <laughs> Have you noticed anything weird in town whenever you go get supper? Yeah, there's this guy that says his name's Die Hard, and he keeps wandering around all these beautiful foliaged elm trees these stately 75 foot tall between 9 and 12 foot wide elm trees asking me lots of inane questions I don't think they're inane questions okay well maybe you should talk to him about it I have and he sent me to you Ramney oh no more agents of chaos I see <laughs> oh what are these agents of chaos you speak of what Right at the trees. The tr I've, heard, I've heard of some evil in this town, Ramney. Oh, there's evil in every town. Nope. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, maybe not all of them. Like, a lot of them, stati statistically. I'm still used to playing Deadlands, so I'm, like, going in, like, a Western <laughs> accent I kind of keep falling into it too, but I think that's just my natural, you know, D and D state. Yeah. Well, Ramney, if there was anyone that I could talk to in town to get some information, uh, who would you suggest I speak to? Well, there's an old hermit. Yeah. That you could find. Look for the most beautiful elm trees you've ever seen. Is it you? Yep. Well, can you tell me about a multi-headed creature that's in town? No. Or a poisoned... Can you tell me where the well is? We have a well? i just been drinking out of the river. Why wouldn't we have a well? We forgot a river. You know, maybe you want well water instead of Doesn't make water. a whole lot of sense to have what a well What if somebody pees in the river upstream from where you're drinking? Well, you just wait four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, old Ramney, it was a pleasure speaking with you. And what did you say you were in town for again? Whiskers. I was here to speak to an old man named Ramney mm -hmm. uh, and ask about an evil in the well, town. Well, I know I've given you the runaround, but I got news for you. Yeah? I'm Ramney. Oh, my God. You don't, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I know. He looks triumphant, like he's just revealed some great <laughs> secret in the most tactful way possible. <laughs> Well, can you tell me about the great evil in the town? 
well, there's a great powerful evil in this town, but don't tell anyone. I promise I'll keep it secret, but you got to tell me. Know. Who all is an agent of chaos? It's not me. I'm not even from this town. Well, how do I know? I'm from anti-agent of chaos land. Mm, but that would be the first place that agents of chaos would sow their chaotic seeds. They can't get there because it's anti them. Oh, interesting. We have a big castle and a uh, like a fence. And what re like, region did you say this was in? Uh, Karacha. Oh, that sounds made up. It's. I don't know why you would. <laughs> what to what region do you think I'm from? Well, I don't know. A, a different one than no, from me. I am from a different one than from you. Listen, I know you just rolled on into town thinking you'd solve all our problems. I just want to solve one problem. Well, you already named two problems. What's First, that? you want us to dig a well and then poison it, which that seems uh, weird to do. All right. And then you want to glue people's heads together. You're twisting my words around there, Whiskers. What? What? It's what you said. No, Whiskers, it's not what I said. Well, I'm... Whiskers is the weasel. No, old Ramney is the weasel. You're Whiskers. Oh, no. It happened again. And he looks down at his hands for a long time, and he goes, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so, Whiskers, can you tell me about the great evil in town? Um, I don't know. Oh, oh God, I thought I was a man. You are now. No, no. Well, you have a great day now. I'll we'll see you see, later. We'll see you later. All right. Goodbye. He goes, wait a minute, Sir Riggs. Yeah, you remember my name. That's good. If you hear anything weird, you come on back to old Ramney. I heard about this this weird uh, guy that lives in the in the elm trees. What? My yeah. elm trees? What did yeah. they look like specifically with very detailed descriptions? I give him the description of himself. Hmm. I'll have to investigate this. Come I on, Ramney. And Whiskers looks at him weird. <laughs> and he just sits. He doesn't get up or do anything. He just keeps <laughs> sitting there. I leave. That was entertaining. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just confused an old man. You know, whatever it takes to try to get that information out. You know what I'm saying? Reveal this next portion of the map here for you. Blurp. It's mostly empty. Enjoy. <laughs> Yay. Back in the day, the maps were actually printed on the inside cover. So you were meant to like pull the staples out so you could use the covers, your big layout map. So they oh. sometimes had lots of white space because they just had to fill that whole giant rectangle. So that seems, uh, yeah. Uh, across the way there, you see a big, uh, nice looking farmhouse with a barn uh, up north. Uh, looks like maybe some more farms. I'm going to check out the uh, water mill. Sure. Uh, around this large mill is scattered much in the way of children's toys, tools, farm implements, just kind of tossed here and there. Uh, the most imposing part of the structure is the tall mill house, but it's obvious that a family lives in another wing of the building. Uh, two children play in the yard, but stop and stare at the sight of your group of a single person. <laughs> 
Mitford. Look at all of those one guy. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think all those single person are going to do? I hope all those men that's one guy doesn't hurt us. (laughs) It's like the dumbest character description. I am many, but one. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, yeah. There you go. Um... Cool. Are any of the? Uh, I'm gonna ask the. Uh, hey, kids, are your parents home? Uh, as soon as you start talking to them, the smallest one books it, starts running for the house. Uh, the other one looks like he's maybe between like nine and eleven. Uh, kind of squints at you, and uh, puts his hands on his hips and tries to look. You can tell he's trying to look real tough. Okay. He just he stares you down. Is parent home? Do you speak English? English? Mm-hmm. What's English? Is that like common? Yeah. Do you, you speak common? Oh, pardon me, a kid voice. What's English? Is that like common? Yep, you got it, dude. <laughs> he goes, no, mom, dad! And he runs off too. Uh, you see the what appears to be the miller uh, come to the door as his youngest is, is running up into the building. He's got a building. shotgun in his hand. Uh, he looks up and gives kind of a, a timid wave. I'm going to wave back. He waves again. I'm going to start to approach slowly, like with like kind of like I'm not going like to slow like, motion and you make slow motion noises the whole time. For you. <laughs> Have you heard about the poison? <laughs> I hope all of my me doesn't scare you. <laughs> Um, uh, both the kids run in past him into the house. Uh, I'm gonna approach him slow, like just like walk up normally in like right. kind of like have my hands to my side, but like sh- obviously showing that I'm not. Right, but like, you draw your sword. Yeah, and then I stab. Okay, <laughs> as soon as I can. Um, no, but like obviously with like my hands showing that I'm not grabbing anything or holding anything. <laughs> I just imagine you like with your hands fully above your head. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am approaching your home. <laughs> Please do not shoot me. He's just smiling and waving. Like, <laughs> uh, he goes, and then he, tur- he turns to his wife and he's like, I hope all these guys, this, all these one guy doesn't hurt us. <laughs> he goes, uh, greetings. Greetings. Hi, my name is Sir Riggs Diehard. Um, all right. I come That's... to spread the... <laughs> My name's uh, Kenton, Kenton Miller. Uh, as you can tell, I'm the Miller. I do the milling. Like a kitten? Uh, mostly, gr- what? No, like grains. We mill grains. Oh, God. Do you not know what a water wheel does? <laughs> I thought you milled kittens. You said Kenton no, Miller. You could, now, you can mill a kitten. Oh, okay. You know, I'm an expert. You can. I don't recommend it. They don't powder up real good. Usually, it makes like a fine kitten paste oh, that's okay. good on crackers, but... Uh, I you know I would I'd recommend grains, oh. corn, wheat, berries, barley, you know that kind of thing. You do oats. Uh, really, you can mill just about anything. He just goes on for like a solid minute about milling procedures. Uh, hey, I'm uh I'm I'm new in town. Clearly, yeah. Uh, okay. And I, and I heard some rumors about some uh people that have been like disappearing and then coming back later. He goes, oh, yeah, that. Well, I I don't. But I don't really know much about that. I know uh, 
Things been getting a little weird around the Golden Grain. Haven't been going around there much. What's uh, been weird been, around the Golden Grain? Well, you know, we, we can see them across the water here. They're right across the way. He points back behind him, and you can see just like the back edge of the Golden Grain. <laughs> I was really hoping you're going to be like, and the bartenders or the innkeepers like looking around the corner at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, you need room? You got a room? <laughs> like, Hold stop. All, all of you, one guy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh. Well, you know, I just uh, uh, hearing people kind of coming and going out of there real, real late at night. We don't get a lot of travel through this region at night. Well, with the swamplands around, um, most caravans stick to the daytime where they can see what's ahead of them. But uh, I've been noticing a lot of people going in and out of there real late at night, like they're real, sh- real shady looking characters traveling out of like the town or just going to their farms, just going in and out of the inn. I don't know what she need to be going in and out of the golden grain for in the middle of the night with no lights on and no fire. I mean, just looks creepy and weird and strange, and I don't like it. Been kind of hot lately. You notice that? Definitely too hot for this time of year. I don't know if it's, you know, it's global warming. You know, it's been a little warm around here. Has it? Lately. Yeah, I mean, I feel like pretty warm. But, you know, I can't complain. Milling business has been real good. I was milling some corn last week. Mills up real nice. You gotta dry it real good first. You don't dry it; it just it just mushes it. Yeah, it's know? like a cat. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about getting one of them new C-rated millstones. You know, they got little bumpies on them. Mills it up real mm. nice. I think the bumpies wear down over time. I don't really know. Anyway. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for all the talk, kitten. Um, hope you have a great day and take care of those kids. Yep. Got any questions about corn? Just let me know. I I don't. Do you <laughs> grow the corn? No, I don't grow. I'm I'm a miller. Okay. My name's Kenton Miller, not Kenton Corn Growing Miller. That'd be ridiculous. I said corner. <laughs> Kenton Corner. Yep. It's my new show, Kitten Corner. Welcome where to the Kitten Corner. <laughs> feature kittens. Meow. All right. Um I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna say thank you for your time. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Goodbye now. Bye. What's this square that's behind the other end? Like oh, square. that's just part of the end. That's just a little stable out back. I was hoping it was a well. <laughs> Andrew, why would they have a well? I don't I don't know. You people said there's a poison well, so now I'm like fixated on that. I know they said that. Can I give you a, a old school D&D tip? People lie about rumors. The rumor table is specifically just adventure hooks to lead you where you need to go, and not all of them are true. Oh, so none of them are true because they're not no, stealing that, children. No, that's not Those what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Uh, some of them have like little nuggets of truth, little dingleberries of truth, if you will. Like the just well. kind of attached <laughs> to the lies, you know. <laughs> I heard this one town has a well. A well. <laughs> a well, you don't say. Well, I, I gotta find that well. <laughs> You like dig your own well and then poison it, and you're like, ha! Ah, I, I found it! it. Fuck you, just you push a golden bu- grade Bertram Beswell. <laughs> push a bunch of dirt in there, and then you're like, problem solved. <laughs> like, walk out of town. Experience, please. It's on fire. There's dragons attacking it. You're just walking away, like, I did it. Golden experience, I please. Solved the problem of the well. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the uh second inn, the slumbering serpent. Okay, yep. And I'm going to say, hello, Olwyn. Hello! How much for a room? 
Let me check my handy dandy chart. Okay. Why would it be in this? This is a terrible place for it. You're going to be like, why would it be 5,000 gold? Let's see here. Uh, He says, how about a silver piece? That sounds mighty fine to me. Great. You turn it in for the night? It's like 2 o'clock at this point. Yep. All right. You want some dinner? Sure. What you got? I, I got dinner. Fancy dinner and the works. What is, what are the, what are the prices? Uh, you're looking at two silver, eight silver, and one gold, respectively. We've also got soup for five copper, eat a bowl, and we got grapes, fresh, local, vibrant grapes, two copper pieces a bunch. How about this? I'm gonna give you three silver for a room and a regular dinner. All right, I don't know how to do math, so I'm gonna say okay. Damn, I should have. Hardball. Hardball. <laughs> yeah. Poor Olwyn. What? I gave him the, what he asked for. Like a, True. I'm going to give you uh, two silver for a room and the works. So you uh, you stay the night, I'm guessing? I'm actually going to sleep until about like, I'm going to nap until about like uh, 11 p.m. And then I'm going to get up. Okay. Yep. You wake up. It's the middle of the night. Uh, and I'm going to go down to the common room of the inn. Is okay. there? Uh, uh, there's a couple people sleeping on the floor in the common room. Uh, the the fire is just embers. Doesn't seem to be any anyone there. No. Okay. I'm going to go out and try to, like, sneakily, like, I'm going to go across the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. So you can yep. see me. I'm going to go behind this building. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to like sneak around and see who's like coming in and out of the uh, the other end. Go ahead and roll me a hide and shadows check. It's under your skills tab. Oh, I do have that. <laughs> uh, yeah, rangers have hide and shadows tracking and move silently. Pew. Uh, and we'll go ahead and uh, I don't know, That's add twenty percent, I guess, because it's nighttime and you're sneaking around behind a building. I don't know how to add twenty percent to that. Well, so you've got a 10% chance to hide in shadows. So if you add 20%, then you're looking at uh, 30%. Anything 30% or under, you 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 got it. You, you make it. Well, I rolled 29, and it said I failed. <laughs> well, you failed because it's it says 10. It's a 10 there. Oh. Because you failed rolling within a 10, but a 29 okay. just is just barely under 30%. Okay. Uh, okay, you are outside of the uh, Golden Grain Inn, and you notice, so you're kind of right there behind it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the okay. the exit is right here, or the entrance and exit. Right That's there. the entrance, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm hiding, like, around the corner, like, kind of pe- peeking out. Okay, like a, like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> With like your sword drawn, like uh, <laughs> a torch in the other hand, you just like, some Scooby snaps. I'm just constantly going. <laughs> you uh, uh, after maybe I don't know hour or so, uh, you hear some commotion coming from uh the eastern side. The uh, the the trail coming up behind you. You hear some uh footsteps back there like right here uh no like coming up the trail behind you like the main trail oh okay uh do i have to do another hide in shadows or am i kind of like others oh, like 
push against the wall. You, to can, uh, you can kind of push against it. We'll say yeah. you, you kind of kept the same spot. Uh, and you notice a uh, uh, couple of guys. Uh, they're not talking. They're wearing uh, big hoods. And they're just completely silently walking into the Golden Grain Inn. Oh. In perfect lockstep. That's weird. Yes, it is weird. I concur. <laughs> um, I burn the building down and I leave. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> adventure over. We did it. Uh, that was against the cult of reptile God. I've been your DM, <laughs> Justin. Thanks for stopping by. It's been a good- I really just wish I heard you like frantically looking through the book. <laughs> yeah, like papers rustling. <laughs> Shit! Ah! Um, hold on. I know. I thought I was ready for this. <laughs> Were you? No. I'm so scared. <laughs> you hear kids playing inside. You still want to burn it down? <laughs> yeah, they're probably reptile kids. Where's your hope that nobody burns it's the building that we're in down? <laughs> um, can I kind of like, do I, I'm going to look around and see if I hear or see anyone else coming. Uh, no, you only saw those two guys uh, coming in. Okay, I'm going to try to like creep around the corner and kind of like peek my head in and try to see if I see anything. Maybe use the move silently. Oh, uh, they shoot you directly in the face with a crossbow. You die. I've got a uh, anti-crossbow face. Uh, okay. Well, what happens is the shock of it sends you reeling backwards into some spikes. Mm, oh, so. I don't have anti-spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. I've got anti-spike so, face, but not back uh, of the head. So. Yeah. That. Well, that's where they get you. That's the trick yeah, that's, with that's, that's, that's what got me. That's the thing with the anti-spike fields. They seem useful till you fall backwards, and then you're just right. Well, I mean, who, who knows to cover your backside? You think everything's coming right in your face? Uh, let me get the uh, uh, map prepared here. One second. So you are right outside here. Slurp. That's my map revealing noise. Slurp. Slurp. That's yeah. That's it. Slurp. <laughs> uh. Oh wait, who's that? That what? Who's that diamond above me? Hmm? Huh? What? Oh, on the Golden Grain Inn? Yeah. Oh, that's a little uh little outhouse up there. No, there's like a red diamond and then there's like the circle next to the stair. Where am I? What's going on? Uh you're at the Golden Grain Inn. I'm just still revealing the map. Give me Oh, okay. Uno momento. Por favor, you are right outside here. Uh, this is a window here. We'd say you're looking in here. <clears throat> okay. Um, you see, uh, uh, Bertram is up. It's it's uh pretty dark in there, but you recognize him in his uh, uh rather hefty silhouette. Uh, and he seems to be talking to the the two men that have come in, and they're just very quietly conversing, very stoic. Uh, Bertram's very subdued. They seem to be talking about something very seriously. Um, I'm going to do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm going to burst through the doors acting <laughs> like I'm drunk. Um singing mm-hmm. uh a bar can we assume that I know a bar song? Like uh yeah, but you have to sing it in its entirety, please. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I don't know one. So I'm gonna yeah. assume my character knows one. 
Yeah, like I'm just gonna do that. Like, and I'm gonna like approach the bar and ignore that there's two hooded figures there, and just go like another round. Like, put my hand up in the air. Okay, so you're just you're bursting in there, pretending to be drunk, basically. Right. All right. One second, hold. I need to check one thing here. Where the fudge is that room? And I'm also going to like, while I'm going in, kind of like look around and see if there's anybody else that I didn't see in the window while still trying to act drunk. Right. Um, You, let me see here one second. Gosh, dang it. I'm looking for a very specific room. Okay. Uh, yeah, you burst in uh, and the two men whip around. Bertram whips around. We'll say that you came in right here. Uh, and Bertram goes, uh, now's not the time, friend. What do you what do you mean now it's not your time? I think you should head on out of here. The uh uh the other two guys there, hold on one sec. Uh kind of uh uh pull back their uh um their their robe a little bit and you can see uh the, the their hilts penis. Of- oh, <laughs> <laughs> they flash you. They're you full of like erections. Uh, you can see dagger hilts kind of sticking out. Oh, uh, I got one of those too. <laughs> Yours and is I very take it nice. out and I stab myself drunkenly. <laughs> Yours is very nice, but mine's also pretty nice. You guys want to compare? Uh, Bertram goes. You really should come back in the morning. We have some business to attend to. But you told me that the, the morning was night. When I was here before. He thinks for a minute and he goes, How about a drink? Oh, I love a drink. Wonderful. Come on over, have a seat. The uh the two which thought were customers that were talking to him kind of move around behind the bar with Bertram. And they both got their hands under their robes, not touching their penises before you say it. It's <laughs> okay. probably their daggers. Yeah. He uh, goes back in the kitchen and comes out with a, uh, a drink. And he goes, here you go, one more, uh, one more for a nightcap, huh? What's this? It's a, it's a drink. I wanted the beer. You went in the kitchen. I want the, you got the beer right There's there. Beer in it. I'm going to, like, shove my nose, like, very close to it. Okay, it's uh, what what is it? It's uh, hold on, I have it on the list. It's um, it appears to be brandy poison. <laughs> it's this big big bottle of poison. <laughs> That's all. No, I'm not a not a brandy man. All right, he's he appears. You got a room? Uh, openly annoyed at this point. And he goes, why don't I get you another drink? I'll go get you a fresh mug out of the back. He goes back in the kitchen. He rummages around for a minute. He comes back out with a mug and very carefully fills it full of dark beer. And he goes, here, this one's on the house. Drink up, friendo. Whenever he comes back in the room, like right before he comes back in the room, I'm going to like pretend to hide behind the counter. (laughs) <laughs> like pretend to hide like obviously you're not yeah and i'm gonna go Shh, i'm hiding okay none of them laugh <laughs> and he then goes, and when nobody says anything i go i'm such a good hider he goes we've been more than kind go ahead and have your drink be on your way 
All right. I take the whole thing and I walk out. He goes, well, you can drink it here. I got it. Thank you. You get about halfway to the door holding it and he goes, all right, that's enough. Grab him. You know, the two men pull out their daggers. They're not close to me, though, right? No, they're still back there. They're near the bar, but uh, uh, you're, you're about halfway. You're where you are on the map, so you're about halfway to the door Okay. when they pull out their daggers. So let me uh, place them real quick, and we will start combat. Woo! Uh, so uh, uh, Bertram says, all right, grab him. Uh, the two men with him pull out their daggers. Uh, Bertram also pulls out a dagger, and uh, we've rolled for initiative. This is our first combat. It's the first time I've run a D combat in like five years. <laughs> so it might be a little slow, but that's okay. It's all part of the game. Uh, and this guy is going to uh, uh, move in toward you. He's got his dagger drawn, and he's going to scoot up uh, just a little bit here. I Menis- ask, menacingly. I have to ask a question. Yeah. Is what I'm doing, I just realized I have a code of behavior, and if I do an evil act, then I no longer am a ranger. Yeah. So is what I'm doing right now an evil act? <laughs> um, I would counter your question with a question and say, what have you done that was evil? I mean, I had done some like mischievous things, but if I murder these guys because they're attacking me, is that... Well, I feel like if you murder someone because they're coming at you with a knife... Self-defense. Okay, got it. Okay, I don't know about... Did you ever pick a favored foe as well? As a ranger, you're supposed to have a a favored foe. Nope, humans. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) You can. I have not. uh, We'll do that next before next time we play. Um, The code of behavior is very... I know we talked in the D&D episode about how Gary maintains that Lord of the Rings did not inspire D&D, but it's very much your Aragorn. So I wouldn't yeah. do anything that Aragorn wouldn't do because, like, if you read the Code of Behavior, they're just describing Aragorn. Right, but I mean, yeah. I'm assuming, like, I'm not going to maliciously attack someone, but if I'm trying to figure something out and someone's being an asshole, I assume Rangers are, like, chaotic <laughs> good, which is why I chose it. Well, like, uh, uh, yeah. I I mean, I, I, I think that's a fair assessment. Um... So yeah, it's it, there. You're very much an Aragorn type ranger. Uh, so just kind of like I could see Aragorn from Lord of the Rings, like trying to coerce some guys while pretending to be drunk, and then like they attack him, and you know he'd cut him yeah. in half for sure. <laughs> I also like strongholds. Rangers can build castles, forts, and strongholds, but do not gain any special followers. And I just imagine me going across the land building castles and strongholds for no reason. <laughs> That's actually uh, interesting because old D&D, when you got higher in level, the idea is that you would build a stronghold. um, And if you're like a warrior warrior or something, you would attract followers and you would just kind of like run this kingdom. And the idea is that you would kind of sort of retire that character and then start playing your own hirelings. You become a lord or whatever at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And in first edition, it was every level had a name associated with it. I don't remember what it all was, but... Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway. this guy ad- advances on you, uh, his dagger drawn. Uh, the other guy's going to do the same thing. He's going to come around the back of this table and come up just a little bit. They're both uh, being cautious and uh, and just kind of coming up on you. So it is your turn, Sir Riggs Die Hard. Uh, you're currently holding a tankard of ale. Can I assess 
how heavy the table in front of me is. Like, I mean, just guess like can I? Would they're I? They're like old school end tables. They're it's pretty it's pretty chunky. You know, uh, it's okay. not like carved out of a solid block of wood, but it's it's they're they're rustically built. I would say. But could I tip it? Like, um, I yeah, it, it would take some effort. Uh, uh, but yeah, it wouldn't be like flipping an IKEA table. But you you could. Okay. It'd be kind of like you know my dining table. It'd be yeah. kind of like flipping mine. Like you could, but it'd take a little bit a little bit of effort. Right, I mean, I'd have to like expend some effort, but it's not like it's I can't do it. Right, but you're not just gonna like flip it over with like your foot, like, like flip yeah. and then, like do a flip in the air. Also, I want you to try that. So go ahead, just I'm do gonna a back flip, flip the and... table, do a backflip while flipping them off, while drawing my sword really close to my neck. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. Triple flip. Anyway, um, so we started this new game, and Andrew just immediately cut his own head off doing a backflip. I don't know how he did that. Yeah, it's basically like Blades of Glory. It was. <laughs> I'm gonna um I'm gonna with the the beer in hand, I'm gonna throw the beer at the uh, was henchman two in front of me. Okay, and I mean like just like throw it in his face. Like I'm not gonna throw the tanker at him. I'm just gonna throw the liquid in his face. Okay. He opens his mouth and immediately drinks all of it and is oh, not no. blinded at all. No, he throw it in his face. He, he was just like, like <laughs> he vacuumed yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, like Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to pretend like I'm like kind of stumbling and uh, like push back and throw the table, try to flip the table onto him. Okay. Uh, so you're going to scoot forward a bit and, and you're going to kind of flip sword. the table onto him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say uh, give me a strength check if you would. Okie dokie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First roll of the night. And it's a natural 20. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not going to happen again. Off to a good start, so I would say. <laughs> That's you, it. Uh, you flip the table up, uh, and it just happens to catch him right in the face. Uh, he goes sprawling out onto the floor as Dagger flies off behind him, uh, and he's kind of like struggling to like shove the table off of him uh, as he's laying there. Got it. What cool. else? I, I what just draw my sword and then that's the end of my turn, I guess. You don't have like a fun table related quip. Oh, you want me to <laughs> You'd be like have a seat. You know, like something Oh no, that was what I was gonna use. You stole it. No, All it right, wasn't. I, I got <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, uh um Oh wait, what 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 about this? Uh pull up a chair instead. How about that? Um so, I don't know. I take out the instead, but I just like pull up a chair. Pull up That's a chair. A That's all right. Yeah. All right. Now in editing, make it seem like you just said that naturally, and we didn't no, have this whole discussion. It's funnier this way. Uh, Bertram pulls out his dagger, and he looks reluctant. And he's like, "Damn it! Just grab him. It's not like it's the first time you grab someone." And uh, he's gonna jump up over the bar here. And start advancing with his dagger here. I really hope I roll a nat 20 hitting villager one. And so it's just like I cut his head off and he's like, I mean, just, just get him, please. Just, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. <laughs> you need a room or something, kind stranger? <laughs> like he just goes back into the. I'll light the fire for you. <laughs> uh, new round. Uh, first up is Bertram again. Uh, looks like we're rolling initiative every round. Nice. How nice. Uh, and he's going to... One, two. 
He's going to keep on advancing on you, and he's going to uh, take a swipe at you with his dagger, kind of a wild swing. Uh, you can tell it's uh, not something he does a lot. Okay. And where's the... There it is. There's the button I need to click. Uh, and he swings wide, uh, missing you by a, a, a good margin. Uh, and it is now Sir Riggs Diehard's turn. I want to knock him out. Can I try to hit him with the butt? Actually, eh, yeah. Uh, 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 I, I'm assuming I should probably... Uh, 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 uh. I'm trying to decide <laughs> if I want to like try to knock Bertram out or just stab Villager 2 while he's prone and uh-huh. basically just fucking kill him. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna knock Bertram out. I'm gonna try to go like the non, okay, m- murdery yeah. out. So I'm gonna I'm try to like you. just hit him with the butt of my sword. Right. It just not basically non-lethal. Yeah. Damage. So basically, uh, doing uh, special rules, I have to look up immediately. Sorry. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I do have to look it up, but it's fine. Um. So let's look this up because I'm not quite sure how it works in AD and D. Um. You have three types of non-lethal attacks, punching, wrestling, and overbearing. We'll call this basically punching. You're hitting him with a thing. Overbearing is when you talk to your mother, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, so watch behind your ears. (laughs) Yeah. We'll say go ahead and um, just make a regular attack roll. No, this will be the first time we do do this because i don't know actions right okay actions yeah it's in your actions uh i think you can also maybe roll your attacks from the combat tracker in fantasy grounds if you just want to do it there there's a little red sword icon you can just drag onto him oh where are you at in your character sheet so i mean there's like the attack so i've got the attack next to my character sheet do i roll it onto him yeah so you've got the little red box it should be a red colored box whatever it is yeah and you'll drag that onto his miniature. Okay. And his minute. Okay. I was trying to. Yep. That's not good. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, this is confusing. Punching and wrestling table. 58. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Uh, now you you kind of hit him, uh, but it's it's sort of a, a glancing blow. He's still in the swing from his dagger swing, and uh, it it doesn't really do much. Okay, should have killed Village Two. <laughs> uh, Village Number Two is gonna wrestle his way from under this table. Uh, it's gonna he's gonna wiggle his way up and grab his dagger and get back up and kind of move in on you. Real, uh, all in he, one turn. Wow. Yeah. He's a very he, he got guy. out, grabbed his dagger, stood up, and he's he's moving in on you, but he's not going to get an attack this turn. It's because he's, he's uh, not pretend drunk, isn't it? That's what it is. <laughs> uh, this other villager here is going to move up, and uh, he's going to uh, chuck his dagger at you. He's going to throw it. He's just going to fling right at you. He's going to go, die! What an asshole. He's going to hiss at me? It just, yeah, he hisses at you. Like a snake. Uh-huh. It just zooms right past your head and lands harmlessly on the floor. And he goes, shit! <laughs> then he pulls out just like a big, just a big stick. Like, <laughs> and you could tell he's looking at it like I should have thrown the stick and kept kept the dagger. Yeah, because the stick would have done so, so much damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, new round, Sir Riggs Diehard. Uh, you're up first. I'm going to stab Villager 2. Okay, you're going to murder a man. Murder him. Uh, gonna... How hard are you going to murder this man? Is he hissing too? Uh, he hasn't hissed yet. <laughs> They're not like all in a constant state of hissing. Okay. But uh, he might hiss. I don't, I don't Do know. Do you ask me how I'm going to murder him? Yes, please explain to me how you're going to mercilessly slaughter this man. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying it like that. I'm just going to stab the guy. <laughs> murder! In defense. Self-defense, might I ask. <laughs> might I ask? Yeah. All right. Boom. Take the mick. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard miss. A 15 is a hard miss? 15's a hard miss, my friend. Oh, that's uh this is p- going to end poorly for Sir Rig Die Sir Rig <laughs> Die Hard. Uh wait, which one was that? Number 2? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say if he was laying down then it would have been a lot easier, but uh So like cuz the, the way AD oh, first edition throw works. it in my face like that. You know, when he was laying down last <laughs> turn, you could you should have done it then. Uh, I'm gonna, so, uh, uh, like, what is his AC? Because I do want to make sure this is working properly. Um, so his armor class here is a 10. So I have to roll under a 10? So for you, if you look at the chart, for you, it hit an armor class 10. I have to roll a 20. Roll a 20. That is insane. That does seem insane, right? I'm kind of wondering if the rules aren't a little borked in this. Why is his AC all of 10? The tw- well, even all of them are like, if I roll a 1, I have to roll... A- if I want to hit a 1, it's a 20. If I want to hit a 2, it's a 20. If I want to hit a 3, it's a 20. The attack matrix is all 20s. Oh, yeah, the attack matrix is borked. So a negative 10 is 20. So no matter what, I have to roll a nat 20. So I think... That uh, should... <laughs> I think... Possibly, our. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we're figuring this out <laughs> instead of me just having to roll twenties for every guy I try to kill. I think possibly that AD&D first edition mod is not working to our oh, favor. You come across a baby. <laughs> so I can't kill it. Full plate mail. Andrew, I'm not going to be upset that you're unable to kill a baby, uh, but you should be able to kill a baby. <laughs> So I'm going to back out of the program here, and I'm going to turn that 1885. Can I turn that off? It's an evil Uh-oh. baby. Uh-oh. We may have hit a snag. I may not be able to just turn that off. That's not good. Uh, might be uh, something we have to fix. Uh, no, I can turn it off right here. <laughs> Perfect. Work great. <laughs> uh, let me know when it's back up, and I'll rejoin. It is coming up right now. And uh, any 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 minute now, it's gonna be functioning. It's gonna be the best, most functional game. It's up. There you go. Goodness, thank goodness. That's right. <laughs> I'm starting it up. Um. So let me see here. If I come to your character, all right, so you're connecting. I should be able to open your character and see what your stuff is. I so mean, as I long as here. I mean, if I was also twenty to hit, then that's fair, right there across the board. <laughs> Right, but that seems wrong. Okay, so Andrew, matrix... you come across a gold dragon. You it's a twenty to hit, just like everybody else. Just your like attack that. matrix is fixed now. Okay, cool. Uh, so if you see the hidden AC ten, you should have had to have rolled a ten, and I believe you rolled a fifteen. I did. Yes. So let's say you did hit villager number two, uh, and you go ahead and roll your damage, and uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
Um, which one? I have a D12 and a D8. What is the... Oh, so D12 is if you are um, two-handing your longsword. I have a shield, don't I? But you did do not I? draw your shield. I'm comfortable with you saying, hey, all I have out is my longsword. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, then I'm going to do I mean, longsword. why not? And I, I don't see why you would attack single-handed with it. Pew! Um, you deal more damage. Oh, you slice him in twain. He is... Question, would my He's... eight have damaged... Uh... No, wait, you did it on a different table. So that's fine. Yeah. Uh, he's halved. He's been halved. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wrong kid died. You've you've halved him entirely. I never realized till now how easy it is to chop someone in half with a machete. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, insta-dead. <laughs> we should also mention, I don't know if we mentioned it in the beginning, uh, we did give you kind of some beefy stats. You've got a beefy sword because you are playing solo. You're by yourself. So right. just for, for people that are like, man, he really is slicing guys in twain a lot. It's because I don't uh, have anyone else. I'm so that's, alone. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why. These kids are always like, look at this one guy that's 80 dudes <laughs> in one. Bertram's going to go, oh, God, Philip, what the, what's wrong with you? Oh, God. And he's going to come in. He's going to go. Oh, he's going to snake too. He's going to go, I stab at thee. <laughs> stab with a slither. And it just harmlessly uh, uh, clanks off your armor. No, you're in you're in leather armor. It thunks off your armor. No, it still clanks because of how shitty oh, just, he rolled. It's that real metallic leather. <laughs> uh, Villager number one, he looks hesitant, uh, but he sees that, that Bertram's getting in on it. So he's going to go ahead and get in too. You did that wrong. Uh, what? He looks hesitant. No, oh, hesitant. It doesn't really work with hesitant. Oh, he needs okay. to start or end with an S. Sorry. It's an S in the middle, you so, know. So bad. And it's and that's why you're the DM. Yeah, oh, that's why. I, I spent a lot of time practicing my snake hisses <laughs> for this. Just me in the mirror for an hour, like. <laughs> and your wife's going, what the hell are you doing? I got D&D night. <laughs> okay, but why are you dressed like a snake? I got to get in character. It's the cobras, right? Uh, he's going to get in on you uh, it, uh, with both of them on either side of you. are having a hard time kind of uh, keeping an eye on both of them, defending yourself uh, okay. with your, your sword. Uh, so he's going to come in and uh, land a hit. He's going to uh, catch you between the, uh, the uh, uh, midsection of your armor where it connects. And he gets you for three hit points. I like that he's uh, just standing where his friend was just halved. <laughs> he's standing on his body, on yes. half of it anyway. Uh, and he continues his assault into the next round. Oh, man. Uh, although, uh, fortunately, feeling the uh, stab in your side, you, you jump back just enough so that his second attack does not hit you. And it is now your turn. Sir right. Riggs, die hard. I'm going to stab at that guy. Stabby give stab back. Old, give me all what for. Yep. That's that'll it. that'll be a hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Patoo. Nope. <laughs> I mean, still a lot. You uh, you get good. You get an arm off, and he's like, "Oh, I've been almost halved. My I've arm been armed. I've been quartered. Or really fifth, fifth. Wait, would that be, was would that the be? guy hit me with a stick and did three damage. Yeah, it was a it's a real <laughs> tough a really, stick. Oh, okay. It's, it's one, of those, uh, one of those elm sticks. The stick actually does more damage than the dagger. It's a club. And it's all right. 
That yeah, although I think I, I think I did it as a knife attack. I just I forgot that he threw his That's knife. Fine. So he pulled. He had a second knife. He pulled oh, out. Okay, it was inside the stick like a banana. He peeled it back. That's yeah, a knife inside. Got it off of a knife tree. <laughs> All right, these are the kind of explanations that good DMs always come up with. Yep. A knife tree. <laughs> it's a magical uh, world. It exists. Uh, seeing that you're wounded, uh, Bertram kind of moves in a little closer uh, and gets in with his dagger. Uh, unfortunately, his blow is dodged. Uh, coming up at the top of the round, it's Sir Riggs Diehard. I'm going to attack Villager 1 again. Stuck in a tavern brawl. Pachoo. Having halved a man. Nope. Uh, that's a bad miss. Your wound uh, makes you unsteady. Bad miss. And uh, you're not going to move or anything? You, know, you good? Uh, I mean, if I move, I'll get a, a... I'm assuming there's still attack opportunity in this. Not a thing. Not a thing? Oh, okay. You would just have to explain to me how you're retreating from battle, you know, like... I am retreating back behind this table over here. Okay, you just turn around and walk away? No, I'm, like, facing them as I can, like, with my sword, like, waving in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... Uh, you're, you're pulling away from Bertram. Uh, I'm gonna give the villager an attack, though. Uh, okay. we'll will properly swing with his club um but he's kind of he's kind of trying to like reach past your sword so it's a it's a little a little goofy Gosh. Uh, yeah and you <laughs> yeah he turns into goofy <laughs> uh and it comes down to his turn uh one second i need to check one thing the next area down 80 more guys come up from below uh, he's going to turn to Bertram and, and uh, uh, kind of give a, a questioning look and then turn back to you and kind of start moving forward, but uh, uh, keeping his distance uh, with his stick drawn, his big, big bludgeoning stick. Bertram's going to uh, start backing toward the stairs over here behind the bar. Uh, he's going to keep going a little bit more. And begin to descend. Uh, now it's going to be Sir Riggs Die Hard. I'm going to say, uh, wait, I I was also invited to the snake party. And then I'm going to run. <laughs> what is my speed? Uh, uh, your speed is 12. 12 squares? 12 feet. How many feet are in a, five feet a square? In combat, you move 12 feet. What is a square on the board? Five. So you move okay. a little over two squares in combat. That's not good for me, but I'm going to move here. I guess I'm going um, here. I assume that there are rules for sprinting. Uh, let me check that because I'm not totally sure if we're going combat. Yeah, but I can only sprint like four, so. Right. Um, movement. So movement in melee, I believe, is going to be uh, uh, 12. So you got movement in combat. Um, since a round is roughly a minute, it should be easy. Oh, pardon me. I'm sorry. We're getting the time all jacked up. It should be easy for a character to move just about anywhere he wants. Oh, nice. During the course of a round. After all, an Olympic-class sprinter can cover vast amounts of ground in a minute. Uh, I forgot the time seconds are different in this one. So I a round is a, a whole minute. So whenever you're describing your actions, you should be under the auspicion that you're describing a minute worth can, of action. I can do a lot of shit in a minute. <laughs> A combat round, a bean can move up to 10 times its movement rating, so 120 feet. A bean? So we, a bean, yeah. Uh, so how much like a bean are you? So uh, that in <laughs> mind, we will say that Bertram has fully descended the stairs. Oh, fuck. Um, 
but yeah, and then yeah, I'm sorry. You're you're correct, and that's my mistake. Uh, I'm still in uh, I'm still in fifth edition time zone. Then I'm gonna stab yeah. a human one eighty times, <laughs> really quick. This shiv stuff. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it still will be one attack per round. Uh, the idea is that um, you're both aware that you're in combat. Yeah. So it's not like you can just walk up to him and hit him. So w- w- basically, what this minute is describing is like okay i attack him that's you moving in kind of juking around looking for an opening and then taking you know maybe having like a feint or two and then taking a real attack if that makes sense it does i don't have why do i not have uh weapons or armor it's because i deleted them oh no no i don't i don't have uh i don't have a means to make fire uh, that's on you, buddy. Oh, <laughs> damn it! I uh, I didn't buy your stuff for you. I know you don't do you? not at all. Yeah, I don't you have a flint and tinder. Nothing. You're just like uh, this is bic lighter right here. Oh, can uh, I use that? Yeah, you. I can't believe you didn't put anything in I there. I thought I did. What's this? Bl- I have a blank one down at the bottom because I just write in a giant bonfire. There you go. Got it. Yeah. All right. Constantly on fire. Yeah, just carried with you. At all uh. Times. I want to knock out Human Villager 1. Um, okay, I'll go ahead and make an attack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, natural 20. Let me check my chart. Oh, that'll do it. You, uh, you, you lightly tap him on the exact center <laughs> portion of his brain, and he instantly collapses on the ground. Great. I'm going to drag him over to the fireplace. And burn him alive? I like what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, it, next to the fireplace, is there something that I can grab that would start a fire? Uh, Yeah, yeah. It, it would be assumed that there's something next to the fireplace. Uh, you get probably this far. Uh, It's a good uh, 35 feet. Oh, okay, so yeah, you make it over there. Yeah, you can drag him over there. Okay. I'm going to um, I'm gonna like start a fire but not put him in it. Okay, fire is started. And I'm going to tie him up with uh, about, I assume assume like five feet of rope is a a good amount of rope that I can tie him up. Sure, yeah. That's fine. He is bound. Cool. Uh, And while he is bound and the fire has started, I'm going to search the other body that I cut half. Oh yeah, let me see what's on him. Um, oh, that's you. I was like, he's got a ton of good shit. I clicked on your character. He's got a plus one dog store. You can do a wielder. He's a ranger. This is great. <laughs> uh, you find two gold pieces and a little coin purse. Got it. Uh, you find a big stick. Okay. And that's it. I'm gonna search the guy that I'm got tied up. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, dagger, stick, and three gold pieces. Cool. Almost can retire. <laughs> I'm gonna take his dagger, and then I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm assuming I'm still holding the tanker because I never threw it. I just threw. The you liquid. didn't. Do, well, you did dual hand your longsword, so I assume true. you dropped, so dropped it when it. that happened. So I'm gonna yeah. go pick up a tanker from behind the bar and just fill it with some beer. Okay. And then I'm gonna go like, uh, um, 
Is there like a behind the bar that where the guy was before, like the kitchen area? Uh, the there is a kitchen area. Yeah, it's uh, uh through that door right to the north by the fireplace. Okay, can I go into the kitchen? Um, actually, wait. Kitchen's uh, across the way. Pardon me. Okay, it's the other door. I'm gonna go. You don't know what that door is. Okay. It's a secret door. Oh no. Uh, Here. you enter the kitchen. Cool. Um, this room is obviously a kitchen. Thanks, description. Jars of beans, bread, flour, dried meat can be uh, seen stored in several open cupboards. A short, rat-faced man is busily wiping off a none-too-clean table. And he turns, and hold on, do I have a picture of him? I thought I did for a second. No, he turns and he goes, ah, who goes? And he whips out a little, a little dagger real fast. Okay. Didn't expect to see a rat-faced man here. I mean, it's not like a, he's not like an anthropomorphic rat. He's an just an anthropomorphic uh, rat. He's just a, a ratty looking dude, you know, is, is what. Right. Yeah. It's basically yeah. Mo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Um. So what I want to do. Uh, do I have any blood on me? First off from the dude that I murdered. <laughs> oh yeah. You sliced a guy in half. You're like slathered in blood. Great. Um. I'm going to go, hey, I'm the new employee. I just killed a pig for tomorrow's dinner. Uh, I was just uh, looking for some oil to do some cooking, you know? Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm going to have you make a charisma check. That's not going to end well. All right. It could, it could end well. Nope. That ended very poorly. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, the cook goes, no, all right then. Oh wait, I forgot what's to do the, something. But what's fine. the password? Uh snakes are cool. That's not the password! Although they are! I agree! <laughs> he begins advancing on you. Alright. Sexually? No, no, not sexually. <laughs> uh he's going to uh advance on you with his dagger drawn. Okay. And he's going to uh take a swing at you. With said dagger. Got it. All right. Uh, he gets in there for two points of damage. Uh, oh, uh, gets good in the arm. And uh, you notice his dagger seems particularly vicious. What a dick. Not your average dagger. Uh, and I will remind you that since you are playing solo, I'd be very careful about um, getting knocked out or passing out or anything because coup de gras in this. You're just like, oh, they're knocked out. I murder them. Yeah, it's I like, know. Oh, okay. They yeah. die. Yeah, I know. I still got some hit points. I can, I can. I know. I was just, just as a friendly reminder. Uh, we've got this villager out here tied up. Uh, I took his dagger away do. too, so he can't really cut free. Okay. Uh, and then we go new and I, round. And I don't tie knots like Ben Chang in the community. <laughs> it is him again. Or Kevin. Uh, Cook is going to take another swing at you this time. You definitely dodge his blow. Uh, and he's going to, but he's going to keep his, he's going to keep advancing. He's kind of trying to like push you into the doorway. Okay. Like he's not physically pushing, but he's, you know what I mean? Like, like very uh, purposefully blocking your entry. Uh, it's your turn. Does the door swing 
open behind me or does it swing towards me into the kitchen? Uh, it swings into the kitchen, so it's currently opened onto your right because it's an inside door. So it is open? Yeah, I mean, you're sta- standing in the door, right? I mean, like yeah. you didn't walk in and shut the door behind you. You just opened it. Right, okay. So it's like open to to the right of you right and now. And he's very close to me. He's like, he's he's yeah, he's in, getting in there with his dagger. He's trying to move in past your longsword range. Uh, and, and I want to like dagger. hold my foot against the door so that way it stays open. Mm-hmm. And I want to put the um, hold like double double. Obviously, I'm holding my sword with two hands, right? Because um, I have been, but I'm gonna try to put the like, basically put the sword against him and try to row him out of the door forcefully behind me. Can you explain that- it again to me? Because I'm not getting what you want to do. So like, uh, I'm I'm standing right up up against the open door, right? Yep. There's just like this table next to me. Uh, that thing directly like in front counter. of you, uh, that's like a big shelf. So I want to like push myself sort of against the oh, no, shelf. No, I'm sorry. That would, be a, that would be a counter. The other one's a shelf. The big one's a counter. Okay. It's so I want to be like push myself kind of against the counter. That works out better for me because I can yeah. maneuver my sword better. Um, and I'm going to keep my foot against the door so that way it stays open. Okay. And I want to try to like row slash push the cook behind me out of the door into the fire area with your sword yeah okay um so forcefully maybe do some like slight cutting damage but really my goal end goal is to get him you're like, just trying to maneuver dis- him disorient him and push him out of the door uh okay uh I would he's call... advancing on me so i assume he's like trying to right get he's close. so basically he's coming at you with a dagger and you've got a big long sword like uh and he's getting in close to you and the closer he is the less effective your very large sword is basically right. well like you know like you know. the the martial artists where like when you attack they basically pull you past them right the like judo kind of thing yeah like i'm trying to like pull him past me so he's trying to get in close but i'm trying to push him away like but I'm trying to use his momentum against him. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, okay. Go ahead and we'll call that a uh, dexterity check. No. And Two. then I'm going to have you make a regular attack on him, assuming you okay. pass that. Um, I don't that know. will be a failure. You rolled outside. So in, in AD&D, uh, uh, the way checks work is... Since there's not a target number that I'm giving you, yeah, uh, you have to roll within your dexterity score. Okay, if that makes sense. Lame. Oh, so I have to roll within a twelve. Uh, yeah, your dexterity is twelve, so you have to roll oh, a man. two through twelve. One is a miss, twenty is. I was like, success. that's a thirteen. That's got to make it. <laughs> no, the thirteen is higher than twelve. I know it's yeah. questionable, but it is. I've checked. I, I okay. Well. Um, so, uh, uh, he kind of senses what you're doing and backs up a little bit. You can go ahead and take a minus two attack with your sword if you so wish, uh, being, you know, off balance and having failed your maneuver, you can still kind of get a swing in at him if you want. Why not? Nope. Uh, that'd be a miss. Uh, since it's just you and him, we'll just go back and forth instead of doing the initiative every round thing. Okay. Well, I mean, Uh, because it's basically just a duel. Uh, if you want to, we can keep doing it, but that means you could be looking at two attacks in a row from him. I already did that, so let's just just keep doing it. Regular initiative. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, oh, your oh. first stop worked out in your favor. All right, I'm just gonna hit him. Norm, God, that's pretty mm. rough. Yep, it is rough. Uh, it's 
his turn. He says, I'll make you regret coming into my kitchen. There's no S in the, that phrase. Uh, oh. So he just hisses in general. Oh, okay. Uh, gets him with his dagger again. That's another solid hit. Jesus. Uh, and you're looking at two points of damage as he uh, gets you in your previous wound from earlier in the night in your side. What an asshole. And then him, once again, top of the round. Oh, that's just damage. I don't want to just roll damage yet. Yeah, please don't do that. Uh, and yet again, gets in two successive what? What stabs. What is happening? I was, my char- Everyone, you're going to witness my character dying for, uh, for two more damage. Now, um, again, I'm, I don't want to tell you how to play the game. Don't tell me how to play the game. But don't, don't you don't you. have to one-on-one fight everyone to the death by don't trading you. blows back and forth. Don't you tell me how to play this I'm, game. I'm just informing you. that. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> informing me, huh? Yeah, all right. All right. Um, uh, and I think maybe uh, we could make this the last round. Oh, I do have a, a fire starter up at the top. Oh, uh, we could make this the last round and kind of in on a bit of a cliffhanger since we're hitting right about the two-hour mark. Oh, I had something else I was going to do. I mean, yeah, I take your turn. Like, finish the round here. Um, um, can I... So here's what I want to do, and you tell me if I can. You can attempt it. I want to make a swing at him run out the door and try to just like push the the villager towards the door and then run out of the building um actually you know what i'm gonna run out the door stab the villager and then just run out the building like make a swing at the cook coup de gras the villager and then just run Okay. Um, if you want to make a fighting retreat, we'll say uh, it's a minus four on your swing at the cook because you're really just kind of doing it to cover your retreat. Right. So that way he doesn't attack me. Like I'm just like, right. yeah, like I have a longer sword than you, asshole. Like right. Uh, and then you can take a quick swing at the villager as you go by. We'll call that a minus two because he's bound and unconscious, but you're also just kind of running by and like, <laughs> just like flailing your sword at him. Hope I shish kebab, uh, yeah. And then yeah, that's fine. Okay. So we're doing a minus four against the cook. Cook. <laughs> Watch it be your next natural 20 of the night. Yeah, Just Jesus. Nope. Slice his head not in half. All. Nope. Uh, you do successfully kind of push him back a little bit so he's not able to take a swing at you. Uh, go ahead and take your minus two on that guy as you just casually fling your sword at him. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. You go a little bit wide, but you keep running. Right on out the golden grain net. I'm not disappointed at all because I had two net 20s this entire game, and that's like... You you did, and you you halved a man. So that's nice. Let's uh, (laughs) put a man in half. He's okay. We'll we'll end here. Um, How are you feeling about the... against the cult of the reptile god so far? Uh, Not not, not great. Cook is a much much better foe than any of the other three assholes I was fighting. The cook is the cook is gnarly. Uh, yeah. What's his? He's got he's got some kick ass name. It's uh, you may never know it. Murder so I face. Look. Uh, yeah, it's murder face. It's a <laughs> snigrot dog tooth. Oh jeez. Yeah. Uh, named character. There. I, I really, don't know why. I really wish I hadn't rolled a one on my charisma score to bluff. <laughs> um. So it's basically just me going like, Hey, I'm a I'm a guy too, and I work here. Oil, please. So keep in mind, you don't have to go this alone. The beauty of Fantasy Grounds is it automates so much of the combat 
that it's not really a burden to have like a hireling or a mercenary or something. I thought we, you know what I mean? we said I was going to have a guy and then he, he's not here. We, <laughs> I like how upset you are suddenly. Like just, I just remember. nowhere. I don't know sudden, where he is. Well, I remember uh, like I d- we rolled characters and you're like, oh yeah, I rolled another guy and he's way more kick-ass than your character is. No, I said that he's got like he's had like more HP or better armor or something because you were like, well, I can kill him, and I was like, you'd have a hard time. Like, yeah, I think you do dish more damage out. Um, well, we, we were gonna do it. We weren't gonna do it in Fantasy Grounds. We're gonna do it pen and paper. And then when right. we switched to Fantasy Grounds, I didn't import him into Fantasy Grounds. I forgot about him. Oh, okay. Um, so if you want, uh, maybe next time we could be uh exploring the town a bit more and recruiting. Well, Some. I'm 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 just hoping that somebody doesn't come and try to murder me while I'm exploring the town and mur- and, and recruiting people. Right. Um. So. Uh. Uh. But yeah. Uh. Honestly, you took kind of a weird turn for the start of the adventure. I didn't expect to be this far this soon. Okay. Uh. Yeah. But, I, uh, I just imagine tomorrow, like afternoon, I come in the Golden Grain, and Bert- Bertram's still there or whatever, and he's just like. Hi, uh, a guy that we didn't try to kill last night. <laughs> how are you, how are you today? Um, but I, I feel like this one okay. Um, I'm still readjusting to. I'm so I'm in like fifth edition mode. Everything I do, I'm just like fifth edition, it's fifth edition mode. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm kind of in that too. As you saw me taking on three, four guys with. <laughs> yeah, you. To be fair, you did early on slice a guy completely in half in one blow i feel like that gave you some confidence yeah and you were like i'm just gonna keep cutting through him like butter some unearned like he he ran into my sword and i was like i did a great job there but i did forget i'm, I'm glad you did bring it up that the time thing is a big deal so when you describe your turn you know really describe a combat scenario what kills me is I was just re-watching a tutorial video on AD&D Combat right before we started this to, like, refresh myself. Yeah. And I was like, remember the time thing, Justin. Remember, it's this big, long, giant rounds. And I totally fucking forgot anyway, so. I mean, at least that gives me kind of, I mean, that gives me more more to work with, really. Like, right. to be honest, like, regular 5th edition, like, six seconds of your turn is such, like, a I, I half-stab, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, if I'm being honest, uh, the t- whole time thing is is just, it's weird in AD&D. Um, and it's, it's, it's very, you know, <laughs> different. Yeah. Um, because, I, I mean, around being a minute, that's around including everybody, you know. Okay. Um, so, like, everybody's taking them. Like, it's around, the full round is a minute. A round is a minute, so Not then well, well, my question to AD&D is like, all right, well, if we have 12 combatants, are they doing less per turn since a round is a minute? I mean, I think it's kind of like, uh, I would say it's similar, because isn't like Hackmaster, everything takes place within the same amount of time. It's just who goes for, like, you, you say your turn, and then whenever, I guess they don't really specify it in the rules, so that doesn't really count. But I would see it more, I like the way Hackmaster worked, where it was like, you say your turn, and if this guy, like, if you're like, I'm going to attack this guy who's standing right here, but he moves, so your attack doesn't do anything because the guy moved. Yeah, so like, listen to this. The combat round. A round is approximately one minute long. Ten combat rounds equals a turn. So a turn equals ten minutes of game time. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll just kind of... We'll just kind of see how that goes. 
we'll just wing it. Yeah. We'll just we you know uh, we don't need to do AD and D by the book to enjoy I'm, a module. I'm not, not going to sit there with a calculator and be like, I don't know, Justin. Yeah, uh, guy, <laughs> we had eighty guys against me. I died. Uh, but so. it does give some imaginary scenarios. It says, imagine the simple act of imbibing a healing potion. First, the character decides to drink the potion before retiring for the night. All he has to do is get it out of his backpack, uncork it, and drink it. No problem. Now imagine the same thing in the middle of a fight. Potion is safely stowed in your backpack. You take stock of the situation and see if anyone can get the potion, but surprisingly, everyone is rather busy. So, sword in one hand, you shrug your strap off your shoulder, etc., etc., etc. Um, so yeah, it 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 really is. Um, it I, I think what it is, it's going to be an adjustment for us getting used to the time thing. I'll do more reading yeah. on it because again, I'm basically coming into AD&D blind this time around because I mean I didn't, you know. I think the, and this is kind of one thing I wanted to do, which is talk about the game like a little bit afterwards. Right. Um, and I, I think one of the things that I'm going to have to get used to is one, uh, I was trying to play it smart, which is why I did like the whole drunk thing. Cause I was like, well, most people, right, which aren't was smart. I mean, you got in there closer than you would have otherwise. Yeah. Most people aren't going to immediately attack a drunk dude. They're going to go, dude, fuck off. Like get out of this bar. Right. which they did and I was still just acted like a drunk guy. Um but uh, at the same time I'm also like I need to get used to not being like I draw my 80 million powered long sword and slice <laughs> all their heads off at once. Right. I mean, you're a pretty strong guy for the adventure you're in and for the system you're in. You are a ranger, which is really the most powerful class by a wide margin. You're a higher level, you have decent stats, and you have a magic sword. Like you're you're pretty you're pretty well set, but if At you the get same uh, like, I almost died. Uh, yeah, a couple bad rounds and you're boned. You know? Like I did I had two bound ra- bad rounds where I took four damage in a like yep. in total in two rounds, and that was just like uh nope. <laughs> I had to sure. leave. Like as much as I wanted to be like, well, I'm just gonna fight this guy and then I'll die and I'll roll a new character next time and <laughs> Like, no, I'm going to try to see how far I can take Sir Riggs. Yeah. Well, um, I'll do a little more reading on the um, timekeeping and combat round situation so we can get a better feel for how the combat should flow because uh, it definitely is a different flow than 5th edition. And again, it's been many years since I've run AD&D and even then I didn't run it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and we'll um, maybe prep a, uh, a co-adventurer or two that maybe you can find amongst the town folk if you so wish to have them accompany you i think what's going to be hard is this crazy crazy new guy in town that's like hey you got a bunch of snake people uh i like that you keep calling them snake people all they did was hiss at you yeah you know like snakes you're really stuck on the snake thing i know it's almost as if you know the name of the module and you're using that to extrapolate information but i'm doing it wrong because it's lizard god that is true yeah (laughs) so really i'm doing the right thing by going snakes hiss that's true. So these guys like snakes. And then we'll get it's, down there and they'll be like, we love lizards. It's the anti-meta game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think within character. I've noticed that four people all hiss. So if four people are all hissing together, then I know that they're, you know, something's going on. There you go. Well, my internet's starting to tank, so I will, I will let you wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I will try to get this out as soon as I can. Obviously, by the time you hear this, it's out. So, you know, that statement doesn't matter anymore. Uh, but check us out on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash Uh Check us out on Instagram. I've got a couple screenshots that I took. I know screenshots 
shots aren't the best, but um, a it's it's what we're looking at, so it's the same thing that you're gonna be able to see. Um, but check us out on Instagram there. Uh, definitely, we're gonna have a link for the Discord in the show description. And as always, remember what is best in life. It's D and D. It's D and D board games. It's kind of, it's like a board game. Yeah, D and D's. It's a t- tabletop games. Table tabletop games. Renaming the show. Done. Tabletop barbarians. Thanks. Bye. Bye.